Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rosa, and welcome to another episode of the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this Xbox podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's Xbox gaming news, and we all are in an Xbox-related fun fact together. This show is on podcast services around the world, so please subscribe on your favorite and leave a review. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which you can follow at Xboxin10. To start, let's talk game releases. Out last week was Etherborn, and upcoming this week you can play Power Rumi, Furwind, Mighty Switch Force Collection, Smoots Summer Games, The Long-Awaited Wolfenstein Youngblood, Tetsumo Party, and Decay. We are currently in the middle of the video game dry spell in terms of news, but let's go over the seven biggest stories of last week. Number one, Microsoft outlines Xbox Gamescom plans, including playable Minecraft dungeons. Matt Wales at Eurogamer writes, Microsoft is returning to Gamescom this August to flaunt its Xbox wares once more, and would like you to know what's happening this time around, including a first public hands-on of the intriguing Minecraft Dungeons and Gears of War 5's Horde mode. This year's Gamescom, once again being held in Cologne, Germany, will run for four days starting on August 20th. Microsoft, however, will be kicking things off a day early, holding a special Gamescom-themed episode of its Inside Xbox Live show, live from Cologne's Gloria Theater. The latest news, games, accessories, and features are promised, with proceedings scheduled to begin at 11am on Monday, August 19th. Should you be interested in tuning in, you're not exactly short of options. It'll be streamed via Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Mixer, and the official Xbox website. Later in the week, from Wednesday, August 21st until Friday, August 23rd, Microsoft will be holding a free public live event that is calling Xbox Open Doors, situated at the Gloria Theater. This will play host to community events, game tournaments, panel sessions, and other exciting experiences, and more details are due at a later date. Within Gamescom itself, Microsoft's Xbox booth will feature a variety of playable games, including the aforementioned first public hands-on of Minecraft Dungeons and Gears of War 5's Horde mode, with Project XCloud also getting an airing somewhere along the line. Halo the Master Chief Collection and Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition will make an appearance in Microsoft's PC-focused area, and there's an official gear shop too. I personally can't wait to hear more hands-on impressions of Project XCloud, as we all have to wait until later this year for the public test trials. Number 2, and a weird one, but on a slow news week I wanted to cover, as it's very interesting. Xbox Connects are allegedly being used as surveillance cameras. Matt Kim at IGN writes, Newark Liberty International Airport, which just so happens to be the airport I use in my home state of New Jersey, has an unexpected new security system, the Xbox Connect Motion Controller. Jason Scott, a video game historian and archivist, tweeted photos from a recent visit to the Newark International Airport that shows Connect devices allegedly being used to monitor the crowds moving through the airport. The sensors are attached to a long arm that extends out over the terminal from hanging monitor screens. You should go and check them out on Twitter at textfiles if you want to see the pictures for yourself. A second close-up photo shows the Xbox logo still stamped onto the top left corner of the Xbox Kinect unit. The Kinect is a motion sensing device Microsoft first released in 2010 as a hands-free motion controller for the Xbox 360. The Kinect was released as a competitor to the Wii motion controllers and the PlayStation Move during the motion controller craze. Yet neither Microsoft's Kinect controller nor PlayStation's Move controller managed to reach the same level of success as the Wii. Microsoft updated the Kinect with the release of the Xbox One with an improved hardware and expanded feature set. Users could use the Kinect to control their Xbox One consoles using voice commands or use the camera to stream online. So what happens to the Microsoft Kinect? When users failed to connect with the Kinect, get it? Microsoft began shifting its motion controller away from its game's hardware strategy. The Xbox One S was released in 2016 without the proprietary port required to hook up a Kinect, and the Kinect itself was discontinued in 2017. For a time, Xbox released an adapter that let users connect the Kinect to the Xbox One S 
Oculus and Xbox One X, but that adapter was discontinued in 2018. Microsoft seemingly changed directions on the Kinect, moving it away from gaming and more towards private enterprise use. In 2018, Microsoft announced Project Kinect for Azure, which combined the Kinect camera and sensor with its Azure cloud services. Microsoft also sells a Kinect House monitor on its own Canadian website that can turn a Kinect camera into a home security device. However, it currently has a single one-star review that called it, quote, way too crappy, no interface, looks like Windows 95. IGN reached out to Microsoft to find out if it's aware how the Xbox Connects are being used in Newark International Airport and for an explanation on how the Connect could be used for surveillance purposes. They also reached out to the Port Authority of New York and New Jersey to ask how long Newark International Airport used Connects as part of its security system. I did enjoy my Connect when it first launched, certainly not the $100 it added on to the Xbox One launch price, but I use the voice commands pretty much every day to turn it on and browse Netflix on days I wouldn't be gaming. Rest in peace, Connect. Number three, Sea of Thieves gets monthly updates and the first one is pretty explosive. Joshua Rivera Kotaku notes, Sea of Thieves, Rare's chill pirate hangout game has been on an upswing lately. After an expansive and excellent anniversary update that brought story quests and cooking to its cartoonish high seas, in May, Sea of Thieves is upping the ante yet again with monthly updates. Log on to the game now on Xbox One or PC and you'll be greeted by the very first one, the Black Powder Stashes. Like the name suggests, the update brings quests that send players off in search of gunpowder barrels. As you complete voyages and score the extremely expensive of booty, you'll be able to earn new titles and exclusive cosmetics for your ship. As far as updates goes, it seems a little light. The most interesting thing here is the way gunpowder adds some more tension to the Sea of Thieves loot. Firing loot back and forth becomes a lot more intense when the loot can blow up your entire ship with one lucky shot from a foe. The prospect of monthly updates, however, is exciting. While it lacked variety in much of its first year, Sea of Thieves has only gotten better with time, and its developers remain vocal about their plan to continue that momentum. Giving players a reason to log in and see something new on their voyages every month is an excellent move. It brings Sea of Thieves close in line with other live service games like Destiny 2 with one important distinction. You can't play sea shanties in Destiny 2. I was so hyped for Sea of Thieves when it was coming out and up until launch, but when I started playing it there was just no reason for me to continue on every day. I didn't feel like the grind was worth it, and they didn't have enough challenge for the game. Obviously the sandbox is so much fun to play with, but I wanted reason. With all these updates though, it does get me interested to come back, and with their recently released campaign over the past 6 months, I do want to give it another chance with my friends. Number 4, Super Monkey Ball Banana Blitz HD coming to PC and consoles in 2019. Michael McWhorter at Polygon writes, Sega's new Super Monkey Ball game for Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, Windows PC, and Xbox One isn't really an all-new game, but a remake of a previous title, Super Monkey Ball Banana Blitz. Sega announced the new title, Super Monkey Ball Banana Blitz HD, in a press release on Tuesday. It will come to consoles on October 29th with the Steam release planned for winter 2019. The original Super Monkey Ball Banana Blitz was developed exclusively for Wii and used the Wii Remote's motion controls. The game featured 100 levels, 8 boss battles, a series first, 50 minigames, and a party tournament mode where players could compete in a variety of minigames. Banana Blitz received mixed to positive reviews at the time. The HD remake will offer updated graphics, optimized control schemes for each platform, a brand new minigame decathlon mode where you complete a set of 10 minigames in a row, and online leaderboards, Sega said in a release. Super Monkey Ball Banana Blitz HD will cost $39.99 on console. I am personally very excited for this game as my childhood was grown up and a little bit as an adult on Super Monkey Ball for the GameCube. Shout out to Monkey Target. Number 5. Id Software Studio Director Tim Willett's Leaving Company Matthew Cato, a Game Informer, writes, After 24 years at Id Software, Studio Director Tim Willett is leaving the company. Willett says that all of Id's games currently in development will be unaffected by his departure and that he'll announce what he's doing next after QuakeCon at the end of the month. Willett started working as a level designer 
at id for strife in multiple quake games before becoming the lead designer in doom 3 and the studio directors from 2011's rage and onward willits was part of the team that rebooted doom in 2016 to great reviews and i wonder if willits will be working for microsoft in the time to come scoop them up phil spencer number six ghost recon wildlands unleashes free mercenaries mode on xbox one Mikel Parez at xbox wire writes ghost recon wildlands has received one last major free update before the october 4th launch of ghost recon breakpoint and it's added a whole new way to play mercenaries a new pvpve free for all playable on xbox live gold required drops eight players into unidad territory and challenges you to call for a rescue chopper make your way to the extraction point and be the first to escape you'll drop in without any items gears or weapons except for a knife but anything you loot on site will give you an edge as the match wits with other players and unidad troops when the ghost recon wildlands beta came out years back i gave it a try and for some reason the gunplay just didn't catch me so i'm personally not excited for breakpoint but for those that are here's another treat until october 4th i know this is one of the best-selling games of last year so enjoy number seven the one dollar xbox game pass ultimate deal is back Chris Reed at IGN writes, It's back. You can get a month's worth of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate for just $1. But hold up, because that's just the beginning. You can actually get up to three years of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate for much cheaper than usual. All you need to do is have up to three years of Xbox Live Gold on your account, then get your one month of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate for $1. And as if by magic, this upgrades your existing gold membership to Xbox Game Pass Ultimate for no additional cost. That saves you about $10 for every month you have banked. Do it for the full 36-month limit and you'll save $360. Not bad, not bad at all. I got this deal when it launched during E3 week, and I couldn't believe it. I myself must have saved almost $300 as I had a few years of Xbox Live Gold saved up. Every so often you'll see on some of these websites deals for it and you can usually get it for around $42. Please, if you're in the Xbox ecosystem and you love Game Pass and you're already going to pay for Xbox Live Gold, take advantage of this deal now. As always, before we end the show, we all learn an Xbox-related fun fact together. This week is an insight into two companies discussing the original Xbox. Pitching the original Xbox was a shaky business, especially if companies don't believe it's a real product. Apparently, EA wanted to call Microsoft when Blackley arrived to talk to them to quote, make sure there was an adult who knew about the idea of a Microsoft games console. It's interesting to see how two companies used to treat each other, especially considering EA is arguably the most hated in the industry, and Microsoft has been on the up and up and everyone loves them lately, or at least I do. Thank you all for listening to the Xbox and 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe on your favorite podcast service, share it with your friends, and follow on all social media at Xbox and 10. This past week, I jumped back into the Outer Wilds just for a little bit, and I really enjoyed it more as I understood the flight controls. Once you can master that, it's a really unbelievably weird and intriguing experience. I played some Rocket League with my friends and jumped back into Apex Legends for the first time. We never got that dub, but I really enjoyed my time with it. My name is Brandon Rosa. You can follow me on Xbox at Brosa93. I hope you all have a great week and keep on gaming.